Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, we have a report on the Biden border crisis from our own Ben Burkwam, who has some disturbing new footage of the flood of illegals coming across the border. And we have live coverage from the America First rally in Dalton, Georgia, with Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Gates is floating a presidential run, so we will watch his comments closely. And we have great montage clips from the leftist media and all of their hypocrisy on the origins of the COVID virus. All of that and more right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. I'm Dr. Gina, and this is Primetime. We are eagerly awaiting Congressman Matt Gates and Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene to come to the stage to the America First rally in Dalton, Georgia. Now, this will be their third in a series of America First rallies. That's next, right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Heather Mullins is down at the rally site in Dalton, Georgia. Heather, great to see you. I think it's amazing that they can still fill this type of venue. Um, there's something in the air right now that's getting conservatives out, because you're not seeing things like this even for Joe Biden himself, let alone Kamala Harris or anyone who's in Congress on the Democrat side. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's more people here than anybody at Joe Biden's uh, events when he was campaigning. Uh, before the election, but I do want to do a little special happy birthday to Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, she's a congresswoman that on her own birthday is here speaking to the people of Georgia. So how admirable is that? Oh, that's fantastic on her birthday. Well, she's a hard worker. There's no doubt about that. Heather, while I have you with me, I know that you will have an update for us on all of your amazing work in the Fulton County, Georgia election audit that was actually ordered by a judge, but there are some people who don't want that audit to happen. Tell us where we are on that. Yeah, so big breaking news about that. In fact, Congressman Jody Heiss was just on stage a minute ago talking about what's going on in Fulton County, and he's running against Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger right now saying that he destroyed our state, cost us the election, and is destroying the country. And what happened was in Fulton County, a judge unsealed about 150,000 ballots to be audited by two, pl two plaintiffs, and that tomorrow they were set to meet with the officials of the town to go over how that process was gonna look and when they'd be able to access the ballots. But unfortunately, yesterday, filings were made in the case by the Fulton County Board of Elections and Registrations, and they, they hired, Gina, two of Georgia's top criminal defense attorneys. Now, this wow. is a civil case, and they just brought in two attorneys that have been working defending white-collar criminals 
in the state of Georgia and all across the country. These are no small attorneys, very big time attorneys that represent criminals. I mean, if that's not a red flag, they are trying to stall. They are trying to prevent the plaintiffs from accessing these ballots, Gina. Well, you know, it looks like Matt Gates is now coming out on the stage. That's right. That's right. It does. All right, Heather Mullins. Thank you so much. And we want to check in with you again super soon. We'll just, I guess we'll turn it over to um, the program right now. Welcome, my fellow Americans, to the greatest political show on earth. We are the Republican Party. There's not like a more quaffed Republican Party that's going to be flying off the Romney family ski slopes. There's not going to be an anti-Trump Republican Party that crawls out of Meghan McCain's mouth on The View. We're not going to be able to shake the Bush family tree again and hope that a version of compassionate conservatism falls out. This is Donald Trump's party, and I'm a Donald Trump Republican. Isn't it obvious to the establishment and the America Last Media right now it's our ideas, America first, that fills the stadiums and the halls and the ballrooms and the prairies all across this great land. We're not going back to the days of the Bushes and the McCains and the Romneys. Our way, America first, is the way forward for America. In the swamp of Washington, D.C., Marjorie Taylor Greene and I might not be considered the most powerful by the metrics they use. We don't have the big fancy titles, the chairmanships, the extended offices, all the trappings, but we have a power that they can never take away and it is directly tied to fighting for you, advancing your interests, battling your dislikes and ensuring that the government that we have and the party that we have is worthy of the great people of the greatest country in all the land. As we gather tonight, Paul Ryan is giving a speech in California, taking advice on party building from Paul Ryan would be like taking advice on how to interact with your in-laws from Meghan Markle. After Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan lost, the Republican Party was in such bad shape, it literally needed an autopsy. You do an autopsy on things that aren't alive anymore. America first. We need no autopsy. This is a red-blooded American movement that is alive and well and pulsing and fighting and ensuring that the best days for this country still lie ahead. Paul Ryan is almost singularly responsible for us still having Obamacare. I mean, when we took the majority, 
when Trump won the White House. Gosh, we thought, well, we'd pass a repeal of Obamacare. We would fulfill the commitment that we made to our people. And then political committees closely aligned to Paul Ryan took millions and millions of dollars from HMOs and other health providers, big businesses, and then they wrote the bills that didn't repeal Obamacare, but would have kept Obamacare. And then the people didn't understand what we were doing. We lost momentum. We lost the commitment that we made to our fellow Americans. And ultimately, we lost the majority as a consequence of the bad decisions that Paul Ryan made. The way forward is not a repackaged version of Paul Ryan's better way. And it's certainly not the Green New Deal and the socialist way. No, this is not a movement of cult of personality, though it is nice to actually have representatives who have some personality. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's kind of nice. I think America's greatest president had personality. But we are the party of big ideas, of exciting reforms that can ensure renewed generations of American greatness. We believe that trade deals ought to actually benefit Main Street, not just Wall Street. We believe that money from hardworking Americans shouldn't be sent abroad in foreign aid to countries that hate us. We believe our military should be strong, capable to vanquish any foe and win any battle. But we do not believe that we should be in forever wars for unknowable gain in faraway lands, thinking that we can convert barbaric places into Jeffersonian-style democracies. We believe that nation-building starts at home, and pardon me if I'd rather rebuild America than rebuild Kandahar. That's right, and the best way to inspire the world is not to be the world's piggy bank or the world's policeman. The best way to inspire the world is to be the best version of ourselves, to be a shining and splendid example of what can go right when we make sound decisions, when we have sound money. You see, Joe Biden just released his $6 trillion budget. You know, printing more money does not make you stronger. If it did, Zimbabwe would be the biggest power in the world. We think enough of U.S. citizenship that we do not believe it should be given to people who do not come to our country legally. We believe in border security. We believe in internal enforcement of our immigration laws. So if people are not here legally, they don't get to stay. They go back to their home country and then wait in line like anyone else would be expected to do. We believe that every veteran in America ought to have health care and benefits just as good as any member of Congress. <laughs> Veterans built this country. They show an elite level of patriotism. We believe that lockdowns are insane. 
and that critical race theory, something that teaches us to hate one another based on our identity, should be defunded, abolished, out of our schools, out of our military, and out of our country forever. And so, and so if you believe, like we do, that America is a wonderful place, not an intractably racist country, if you believe that MAGA is inviting and patriotic, not deplorable, if you stand for the flag and kneel in prayer, if you want to build America up and not burn her to the ground, then welcome, my fellow patriots. You are in the right place. This is the movement for you. You belong here, joining our rallies, being a part of our digital army, sharing content, liking posts, making sure that the truth gets out. We need you donating to our campaigns. I am proud to tell you that there are only two Republicans in the House of Representatives that do not take corporate PAC money, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. We don't work for them. We work for you. I remember one time Paul, Paul Ryan bragged to all of us about how every night during that, his That, of course, Congressman Gates there on the stage at the Dalton Convention Center in Dalton, Georgia, at the America First Rally. And we will check back in with the rally here in just a moment. But now we want to head down to Ben Burquam at our southern border. Ben, great to see you. Tell us why you're there and what you're seeing, because we want to make sure and cover this tonight, because this is ever bit as urgent as all the rallies happening around the country today. Well, I'll be honest, I feel honored to, I mean, I feel bad because I wanted to hear what Matt Gates had to say. I can't wait till we cut back to that. Uh, God bless him. God bless Marjorie Taylor Greene. Huge happy birthday to her. Uh, but our country, it's falling apart. Right behind me, you can see I'm in Del Rio, Texas. And this is a spot where last night we got video of about 60 people crossing over. That was the third group uh, in the same location. Hundreds of people crossing. As soon as we got back to this location, uh, just a few minutes ago, there was another group of about 40 that had just crossed over here as well. Uh, just a few minutes ago, I was down in Eagle Pass, Texas. And at, right when I got there, we saw somebody crossing over. We actually trudged through the reeds, uh, the, the bamboo down there, down to the river. And the craziest thing happened. This guy swam over, said he was a member of the cartels. Well, we've got some video of it. I just want you to watch this. Good. How are you? Good, Yeah, too. You know with the cartels? Sí, ya. Yeah. How much do they charge people to come across? Hay mucha gente que pasa aquí. Muchísima gente que pasa. What happens if somebody doesn't pay? No. No pay dinero. Eh, I I know. I know money. Is it no. Is it Yeah, nah. Not good. No, no, no. No bueno. No bueno. Do you work for the cartel? Eh, yeah, I work. You do? Yeah. For the cartel. Yeah. How how many people are gonna cross? Cuánto personas? Unos, por lo menos como 100 personas pasan al día aquí. 100 100 right here. Sí, 100. Right here. Sí, right here. Pero güey, ese es su destino de ellos. Yo and no and que each lo... one pays the cartel. Yeah. All right, there he goes back across. 
And this is what's crazy about this. So, so America understands as this America first rally is going on uh, in Georgia right now, America is under attack. This is not just a crisis. This is an invasion to the point where a cartel member feels comfortable enough to swim across the river to come give me an interview to tell me what's happening. Uh, this is Joe Biden's America, what we're seeing. And it's only getting worse. It's the worst I've seen it. And I've seen some really, really bad things. Uh, we actually interviewed a mother who brought three children up from Guatemala as well. She said the entire trip up, she had to hide her children from the cartel members because they were raping the young women and young men as they came up. Uh, it, it, is, it is evil, absolute evil. And it is being encouraged by the Democrat Party in America today. And America needs to see it. They need to see it, but it's all connected from the, 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 everything that we're seeing, the attack on our economic system, uh, the, uh, everything we're seeing with COVID is in lockdowns. As we're doing that, we're inviting millions of more people to come into our country, get onto our welfare system. As friends of mine in Texas are losing everything, this is what's happening in Joe Biden's America. Ben, I think you just, just painted such an important contrast between America first and America last. Americans have two decisions. I mean, they have a very easy decision to make between two complete dichotomies. Ben, you know what's interesting is today, I was on Twitter for just one second, not very long, and I came across more comments of liberal conversions because of this issue and because of conservatives being nice when they brought it up and wanted to discuss it. So Ben, I think some things are changing. I think that's why we see that massive crowd. Thank you so much for what you do. Let's head back to that crowd in the Dalton Convention Center to Thanks, the American Gina. First Rally with Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And how about that traitor, Jim Comey? Jim Comey lied and leaked, and he used the FBI as a mechanism to accomplish politics. The deep state is everywhere. It is real. It is even at the post office. The United States Post Office has an internet covert operations program. Wouldn't it be nice if the post office just delivered our mail on time and all bu on budget without spying on the social media proclivities of the American people? Well, I'm for abolishing the deep state everywhere. And one place that we could certainly look is the office of Dr. Fauci. Oh, I'm so sick of him. Dr. Fauci is like, remember the magic eight ball? Like you shake the magic eight ball, you ask Dr. Fauci, it's like, oh, you don't have to wear a mask. Then you shake it again and you have to wear a mask. And then you shake it again and you have to wear two masks. And you shake it again and you have to get vaccinated, but still wear a mask. Now you can get vaccinated and not wear a mask. These people have lost credibility with the American people because they have not been honest, because they have been trying to seize power. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Unfortunately, almost every agency of government that I've observed in Washington, D.C., they just want to grow larger. And to do that, they help their friends and they target their enemies. And we like to think that there are at least some in Washington that don't do that. But unfortunately, it is a condition that we have observed with presidents of both parties. We're still here because there's still a lot of swamp left to drain in Washington, D.C. And to get the job done, we're actually going to need some fighters. The Wuhan Institute of Virology. So 
Back in April of 2020, I went on Tucker Carlson's program and said, hey, I don't really think it's reasonable that the Chinese are telling us that a bat somehow traversed a gazillion miles, ended up in a pangolin, then ended up in a soup, and that we shouldn't blame the Wuhan Institute of Virology for the Wuhan virus. And so we told the truth. We laid bare that we had to bring that funding back home, not send it to a place where even our own State Department said in 2018 there were insufficient controls to ensure that there was not a release of something very deadly and very detrimental. Well, I got a call that night. I went on Tucker Carlson. Matt, this is your favorite president. And I was like, Reagan? He did not, he did not laugh. But within hours, President Trump canceled funding to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Oh, and the media, they went crazy. Oh, these are heroes, they told us on CBS's 60 Minutes program. Gates and Tucker Carlson and Trump, they'd done a terrible thing to stop us from fighting the virus. Well, now that the truth starts to come out, we learn that there was no leaping of this virus through the pangolin, whatever that is that the evidence seems to suggest precisely where this virus came from. And now we're learning that in the opening months of the Biden administration, they were taking action to eliminate that investigation, to stop our search for the truth. Well, you know what? Too many Americans have died. Too much justice is required. Too much accounting from China is demanded. We are going to get the truth. The truth will prevail, and we're going to hold China and the Chinese Communist Party accountable for the death and destruction they brought our country and the world. And so in this great country that we love and fight for and serve, why is it that it takes so long to get the right policies in place to utilize some common sense? The reason? is that our government in the swamp of Washington is fundamentally corrupt. Committee assignments are bought and sold. Lobbyists control how much power you have. PACs control how much resource you have for your campaigns. Everyone is just worried about where they're going to be climbing up the ladder of a corrupt system. I love Donald Trump because he rejected that corrupt system. And you know what? After the art of the deal is the art of the comeback. And I think Donald Trump's coming back in 2024 to secure the presidency for our movement and our people and our great nation. And if he doesn't, who knows? But for our policies to better, be better, for our trade to be better, for our government to be more honest, for our borders to have integrity, first our elections must have integrity. And we need your help to fix the problem right here in the state of Georgia. What is going on in Fulton County? I mean, this is a red state. You are God-fearing, wonderful Americans, and I think that the 145,000 ballots that we're about to audit and review in Fulton County are going to tell one hell of a story. And you know what? We're going to push back against the Biden Justice Department, 
if they try to do anything to interfere with that audit. Marjorie and I were just out in the state of Arizona. And there, we've got some patriots that want to get to the bottom of what happened in Maricopa County. And you know who's, you know who's shaking in their boots? The Biden Justice Department. They were sending letters threatening people in Arizona to stop the audit, or they would bring a civil rights action against them. Well, I think the Biden Justice Department should be actually working to vindicate the civil rights and voting rights of our people, not fighting against them. Will you let them know that you will not be intimidated in the state of Georgia? This is so obvious, I can't even believe I have to say it out loud. Requiring an identification to vote is not racist. Assuming that some race of people can't get an ID is actually what's racist. You have to get an ID to get on a plane, to get a fishing license for almost, I think you, don't you have to have an ID to buy a gun? But to vote, I guess like a note from your mom will do. Uh, speaking of what, Speaking of gun ownership, I am a strong supporter of constitutional carry. The only permit that should be required for gun ownership is the Constitution of the United States of America. It is great to be in the presence of such joy and such welcoming. They always try to portray us as this like nativist tribal movement. The reality is we're here because we want all of our fellow Americans to succeed and do better and be more prosperous, but we're not going to apologize for American greatness. It's actually the goal. We want to be a great country. We're not sorry about it, and we're going to keep embracing the policies that will lift up all people so that we can actually go and preserve another generation of prosperity and richness and wealth. You know, and when, he, when he gave a speech to accept the Republican nomination for president in 1988, George H.W. Bush said, I'm a quiet man, and I hear the quiet people of this country. Well, I am not a quiet man, and America First is not a quiet movement. We'll be raucous when we have to. We'll demand better will demand more, and will demand that more districts across this great nation send fighting members of Congress like Marjorie Taylor Greene. It is horrifying what the media has done to Marjorie, and frankly, too many Republicans have taken the bait and gone along with it. You know. They, they call Mar Marjorie an anti-Semite. If Marjorie is an anti-Semite, she is terrible at it because she is one of the most pro-Israel members of Congress to have ever served. Marjorie Taylor Greene actually calls out Israel's enemies. She actually challenges their detractors to debate policy and to engage on ideas. And I am proud to stand with this woman. And it is so offensive that the establishment in Washington, D.C. think they know better than you, think they know better than the people of North Georgia. Well, you know what? 
Marjorie Taylor Greene got way more votes than most of the people that don't want her serving on committees. I trust all of you, not the swamp creatures in Washington, D.C. Trump is, in fact, the leader of our party. And ours is a party and a country that's still worth fighting for. Because there is no place to run, no distant land to convert to our purposes should America fall. <laughs> I feel the love. But America is not just an idea or a constitution. America is our home. And so let us go forward and protect our elections, protect our borders, protect our gun rights, our free speech rights, our constitutional rights, and let's protect our home. God bless you. God bless this great country. Let's go get them. Congressman Matt Gates on stage there at the Dalton Convention Center in Dalton, Georgia, at the America First rally. And we will check back in with the rally here in just a moment. But right now, we're going to check in with our West Coast correspondent, Amanda Head. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And Gina, I know you have covered President Trump's rallies. And I was getting a little nostalgic because that's got to be the same playlist that President Trump used at his rallies. And it just makes me very happy because those... Oh, what an incredible thing to experience. We are in a time in America. I mean, th this is unlike any other. You have someone like Donald Trump who burst on the scene in 2015. You know, you and I have been early supporters of him. We covered him throughout the 2020 campaign. And this is an anomaly in American politics. And, and it's an interesting time to be alive. I know that Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene are persona non grata in Washington, D.C. But anyone who Washington dislikes, I'm pretty sure I like. <laughs> Good point. Um, Amanda, some of the things that he's mentioned to this crowd of I'm hearing about 600 patriots there um, that, you know, he, he didn't earn the, the title firebrand for nothing, Matt Gates. He mentioned Paul Ryan in a derogatory manner. Paul Ryan is not popular with most um, conservatives these days um, and made a comparison of, of him party building, thought that was, uh, made lots of jokes. Um, mentioned critical race theory, that's a hot button issue for conservatives. Mentioned Fauci, another hot button. Of course, Biden's border crisis, Wuhan, uh, the list goes on. And then he said, and if Donald Trump doesn't run, who knows? With a little bit of a Cheshire cat grin on his face, I'm not going to lie. Um, what do you think about if Donald Trump did not run? I know Matt Gates well enough to know he wouldn't dare run against him. Um, but what if he doesn't run? What do you think of a Matt Gates candidacy? It sure does put his naysayers in an interesting position right now, doesn't it? Yeah, I certainly hope there's not a Republican stupid enough to run against Donald Trump if Donald Trump, you know, pulls a, a comeback and, and runs again. Uh, Matt Gates would be an interesting candidate. He, uh, for all public, you know, indicators, he stands for everything that President Trump stands for. He, he is obviously a younger man, so he has uh, a longer political life ahead of him. 
With respect to what he said about Paul Ryan, Gina, you used to live in California. I live in California now. And I, I'm going to be careful not to paint uh, with such a broad brush, but the California GOP is a dumpster fire. I'm sorry, I know nice people who work within the California GOP. For Paul Ryan to come to California and try to tell them how to build their party is absolutely laughable. I love the analogy that he used about Meghan Markle giving people advice on how to uh, to relate to their in-laws in and, and interact. <laughs> yeah, absolutely amazing. And, and, and with respect to California, actually pretty perfect too. It really is interesting. Um, you know, there's a story about Congresswoman Green um, on our news partners site over at Just the News. They are reporting um, that House Democrats are considering a restraining order on Marjorie Taylor Green to keep her away from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because Green keeps publicly challenging AOC to a public debate on the Green New Deal. And Pelosi and AOC don't particularly like being challenged, don't really like engaging in the arena of debate. And so, Amanda, um, it's, it's interesting to watch all the things they're doing to try to shut down, in particular, these two office holders. And I find it especially interesting, one thing that I didn't know that Congressman Gates reported tonight, um, is that those are the only two Republican congresspeople that don't take corporate PAC money. Now, that is especially mm -hmm. interesting when you consider the way these two in particular have been targeted. Um, we just want your comments on that. Yeah, I, I actually used to work in communications for a PAC, and, and they won't take your money. They literally won't take that corporate or PAC money. Um, when I was growing up, I, I knew a little girl uh, who was particularly bratty, and she had two older brothers, and she would pick fights with her two older brothers, who were five and six years older than she was. Um, so they were a lot bigger than she was, and she would pick fights with them that she, uh, she, let's say she was writing checks that she couldn't cash. And she would go to her mom or her dad, and her mother and her father would say to her, if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. This is Mommy Nancy and the, the Democrat leaders coming to AOC's rescue because she can't take the heat and she needs to get out of the kitchen because someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, just hearing her at these America First rallies, there's no way that AOC would stand up to Marjorie Taylor Greene in a debate. No way. She would crumble. No, that's absolutely true. All right, Amanda, don't go anywhere because right now we're going to head back out to Dalton, Georgia to the America First rally. Check in with Heather Mullins. She's up next right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. Stay with us. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Heather, Matt Gates, he lived up to his reputation of being a firebrand, did he not? He did. I mean, the, the crowd was hyped. That's definitely one of his talents is getting the crowd hyped up. So they very much enjoyed hearing from him. And what do you think about his statement that if Donald Trump doesn't run, who knows? You know, I think I think there's a lot of people that want to see President Trump won because there's a lot of or, or run again because a lot of people believe he was gypped out of you know, this past election and, you know, with what's going on with all these election investigations, that could very well be proven. So, I mean, I think that you're going to see a number of people, if President Trump decides not to run, throw their hat in the ring. So I don't want to, you know, put my money in anyone 
person just yet, but uh, I really do hope also that President Trump runs again because, you know, the four years that he was president, we saw so much good in this country. I mean, from gas prices to jobs to, you know, uh, health care. I mean, he really did so much good right up until this pandemic hit and, and drove all these absentee ballots all across the country, which now we're finding, you know, uh, in places like Fulton County, they don't want us to audit. So, you know, a lot going on, but uh, we're waiting on the birthday girl now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We sure are. And, you know, the other thing that I think is really interesting, and I brought this up with Amanda, is that the way these two candidates have been targeted um, by all sorts of people, the establishment GOP and the uh, left, who are usually hand-in-hand, hand, as we know, um, that they are the only two that don't take corporate PAC dollars. Corporate PAC dollars. I didn't realize that. Did you realize that? And, and what do you make of that? Would that be part of the reason, do you think, why they might have been targeted more than others? You know, I, I, I feel like there's, I didn't know that personally, but I feel like as far as being targeted, I mean, there's a reason they're having rallies like this, and that's so that we can actually get our message out to voters because the mainstream media is not helping. Social media is not helping. We only have each other. We only have networks like ours, Real America's Voice, and that's why it's so important that we continue to cover these rallies because if we don't, no one else will. And they have a message. Marjorie and, and Matt Gates, congressman and congresswoman, they were both elected by American voters, and they have a right to reach I'm those interrupt voters. You In fact, because look behind Marjorie you is coming out now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to miss this because I had the double screen there. Thanks, Heather. Marjorie Taylor Georgia! Oh, home sweet home. Thank you. This is about the best birthday party I could have. Thank you so much and God bless you guys. Thank you for coming out on this Thursday night. I can't think of any other crowd I would love to hang out with, but the awesome people in Georgia's 14th district. Oh, I love you too. I love you too. Let me tell you guys, now we've got some guests from out of town here, okay? Now, being from the South, some of you that aren't from the South, you may not understand, but we're very, we love to entertain, we love social grace and charm, 
and we love to welcome new people here to town. And we've got a whole lot of media here today, everyone. Now, 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 you know. Bless their hearts, that's right. And they've been crawling all over Northwest Georgia. You want to know why? They just don't understand you people. Well, they don't understand, and I'll tell you why. They're all wrapped up in that little bubble up there in the swamp. Yeah. In the beltway. That's what they call it. We call it the dirty, filthy, nasty swamp. Well, let me tell you why they don't understand you. They don't understand real Americans. You see, they're very disconnected because they've been very concerned about themselves and their ratings and the Democrat Party, I mean, the Socialist Party that they support. But they're so disconnected that they don't realize that we don't care what they think, right? So they're crawling all around, taking videos of you all, asking you questions. Why did you vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene? <laughs> How do you feel about the election? Do you think it was stolen? How do you feel about January 6th? And do you support Marjorie Taylor Greene and her comments? Thank you very much. You see, I'm one of the people. I'm not a politician. And the whole reason they don't understand me is because I go to Washington and I walk in Congress and I walk up and I say exactly what we all say at the dinner table every single night. Yep. And the reason why I do that is because it's people over politicians and not the other way around. Right. So... Let's be kind to our media. They're terrified of you all. But we're not the party of violence. You see, we're not the Democrat party that supported and funded Antifa and BLM riots all over the country. We're not the party that tore down monuments all year long and you better bet we're gonna protect Stone Mountain's monuments. You see, we're the people that loves our history. We love our constitution, we love our freedoms, and we love our gun rights. So when Joe Biden's pick for the ATF is up there talking about and trying to explain what a semi-automatic rifle is, and talking about an AR and doesn't even know what it means, we're all sitting at home laughing at him, taking care of our gun collection, 
reminding our state leaders that they better pass constitutional carry. I think that should get done. As a matter of fact, I'll make a phone call for you all about that one and remind, remind someone how important it is. I remember that promise. I do. We do want an audit. Let's talk about that. Let me ask you guys a very important question, though. We've got to clear something up. Who won the presidential race on November 3rd for Georgia? It's hard to imagine, isn't it? After boat parades, I mean, over 4,000 boats on Lake Lanier, Lake Altoona, Lake Sinclair, lakes all over Georgia boat parades, after all the car parades, after people sign waving, after two huge Trump rallies right here in Georgia. Did anybody see a Joe Biden rally? Joe Biden hasn't even had a rally this big. He can't. They don't let him out of the basement, you all. They don't want people to know what happens after his meds wear off. It's a pitiful thing. It's a pitiful thing. Well, here's what I have to say. The Georgia taxpayers, that's you all, you pay for the elections. You paid for the ballots. You paid for the machines. You pay the people that run the elections, right? As a matter of fact, you pay for all of it. That means you're the customer, and if you want an audit, you deserve an audit. You see, most people in government don't understand the way business works. They don't understand that you're the customer, and that customer service is extremely important. Because when the Georgia taxpayers or the American people across this country decide that they have had it with the pathetic non-customer service that they're getting from their governments, well, you all can make a change, can't you? Well, let's talk about the sorry things happening in Washington. Right now, we have Joe Biden running our country. We have Kamala Harris, who's supposed to be in charge of the border and hasn't been there yet, but she'll talk to the Mexican president about a landscaping project planting trees down there because they need to worry about climate justice and that that's somehow going to stop all the migrants, I mean the illegal aliens, from invading our country. What happened to worrying about the children in cages? Does the Biden administration and the Democrats not worry about children in cages anymore? Do they not care about drug trafficking, human trafficking? No, they're in business of helping the cartels. The cartels love the Democrats. Yeah, they're down there. They're like this. They're like, we're making a lot of money off of Biden, Joe Biden. That's my really bad Mexican accent. 
Oh, they love them. They love them. They are raking it in, helping people invade our country. You know, Joe Biden has a new policy. It's called sanctuary country. Do you all think America is supposed to be a sanctuary country for illegal aliens? No, absolutely not. No, you want to know what's happened to ICE? You see, the Democrats, they have something they love to do to men. They want to take away their masculinity, right? Well, the Democrats want to do the same thing with law enforcement. They want to do the same thing to ICE, and they want to do the same thing to our military. So ICE, under the Trump administration, used to arrest an average of 9,000 illegal aliens a month. Do you want to know what it's dropped to under Joe Biden's ICE? It's dropped down to one, on an average of one every two months. They get arrested and deported. ICE agents say that they do not have the support and the backup of the new administration to make these arrests and deport people that are breaking our laws and entering our country. No, as a matter of fact, Joe Biden is welcoming them in. And that's why Kamala Harris has no need to go to the border. They want them in here. Now let's talk about our military. God bless our military. Thank you to every veteran in this room that has served. Thank you to every veteran that is watching this rally. I've never talked to a veteran that said he signed up to serve our country so that America could become a socialist nation. Never. As a matter of fact, they serve to protect our Constitution, protect our freedoms, protect our borders, and protect our American way of life. But Joe Biden has a different plan, and it's happening. He wants a woke military. That's right. As a matter of fact, he has certain people in charge of purging the extremists out of the military. Extremist, can you imagine? It's ridiculous. So they have people in charge, believe it or not, that are actually more Islamic terrorist sympathizers that are in charge of purging our military. This is actually happening, everyone. These are people that have been to activist events, have been to involved in organizations, have been apologists for Islamic terror attacks, have been apologists for Hamas, people that said the Muslim Brotherhood should not be called a terrorist organization. These are the people that Joe Biden has purging our military of extremists. That's how woke they are. It's disgusting. In a matter of months, a matter of months, our country is spiraling out of control. You know how much gas was right after November 3rd around here? A dollar and 77 cents. What are you people paying for gas now? Yeah, you're paying close to around $3. 
coming up there. In a matter of months, inflation is happening. How many small business owners do we have in the room here tonight? Oh, yeah. God bless you. It's hard to be a small business owner. See, this is what, this is what people don't understand about America is most of, the country, most of the businesses in our country are small businesses. And small businesses, being a small business owner is living the American dream. It's the most amazing thing you can do. It's the hardest thing you can do. And they employ many, many people. And small business owners see their employees like family. They love them and appreciate them. They invest time in them and they need them. But right now with the Joe Biden administration and their stimulus checks, paying people to stay home, you want to know what the problem is? Nobody can find anyone to come to work. No one wants to go to work. Why? Because you can sit home in your pajamas all day, scrolling on, on social media or hanging out or doing whatever you want, and you can collect a check. Why would you go to work? You see, socialism is already failing. That is really sad. So what is happening to our economy? People can't hire people to come back to work. You know what else? We're at a point right now where we are in a deficit of 90,000 truck drivers from the number we were in a deficit this time last year. Truck drivers are incredible people. If you're a truck driver, God bless you. You're so great. You deliver goods and supplies all over this country. We need truck drivers and we're in a shortage. So at a time right now where businesses already can't find workers, our supplies are in a shortage because you wanna know what happens? If you want a manufacturing company, like here in Dalton, what do we make? Flooring, carpet. But guess what? We need people to work. And that means if you don't have people to work, you can't make your goods and supplies as fast as you normally should be able to because you're competing with the federal government. Private businesses shouldn't have to compete with the federal government. I think the government's out of place, don't you? So you know what that means? That means there's a shortage of goods and supplies. And that means inflation is happening. See, we're having a little business class, CNN. I hope you're airing this one. You've trained people to hate so much, they've lost their common sense. So when, there's, when inflation starts happening, that means prices go up. Things cost more money. And it's a problem. This hurts our economy. So we're at a shortage of workers. We're at a shortage of supplies. But you know what's happening? That federal government paycheck just keeps on rolling out, doesn't it? Yeah, there's supposedly an end in sight. But you know what the Democrats want? They would love for them to be able to just keep out handing out paychecks, paychecks to everyone, government checks. You see, they want socialism. They want socialism really, really bad. You know, they spent four years, four years, some of these folks back here on this platform, four years calling Republicans Nazis. Yeah, remember that? How many times have you seen it? Nazis. That's a mean, nasty, dirty word. And what did they call President Trump? Hitler. That's right. 
Trump's one of the most evil men to ever walk this earth. But that's what they called our president. Yes, he is the best president ever. And you know what? We're bringing him back. That's right, we're bringing him back. You know, Nazis were the National Socialist Party, just like the Democrats are now a National Socialist Party. They have a little group in the Democrat Party that I work with in Congress. Some lovely ladies. I call them the Jihad Squad. And that's Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. We had her here on the show last night. She's now on stage in Dalton, Georgia at the America First Rally. We're going to Heather Mullins for final thoughts. She's up next right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. Stay with us. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're going to Heather Mullins for final thoughts. Heather? Hi, Gina. So she's obviously still talking behind me. The crowd really, really love her. I mean, this is her district right here in Georgia. And you know what? She she took some, some, some shots at the media tonight because there's a lot of media up here that you guys can't see. A lot of people from out of town. And you know what? It'll be interesting to see how they tear her apart tomorrow. But... As you can see by the crowd behind me, it's not stopping people from turning out and showing her support. And she rolled in in a Hummer. That was, a, that was something else. That was very interesting. Quite the entrance. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy here. A lot, a lot of people, and a lot of people really excited to hear the rest of her speech. It's pretty crazy. All right, well, we will resume that, but we're going to roll into the next show because we have a little bit of, uh, of stuff co that we're going to do. Uh, of course, we're going to go on to the next show here in just a, a moment. But um, I want to remind you, of course, that we will stay with this rally for as long as they want to go on the next show, which, of course, is live from Studio 6B. Hope you watch it every night because it's one of the best shows on our air. And don't ever miss their crazy town because that is one of the best segments you could ever want to see on our air. And, um, and I know that they'll be talking about this America First rally, probably placing bets, if I know them, on how the media will attack these two for the things they've said. Um, and boy, wouldn't it be interesting if the media, the same media, were ever honest and held the same standard to the left and scrutinized the, some of the extremely anti-Semitic and horrible things that the squad has said, for example, or the racial things, that very racist things that Joe Biden has said in his past. But don't expect that to happen. At least I don't. Anyway, thank you for being with us for this edition of the America First Rally in Dalton, Georgia. Our coverage continues. The MAGA movement is alive and well. It's time for me to go. 
I leave you in good hands. Damon and the crew from Live from Studio 6B will continue this live coverage in Dalton, Georgia, right after the break. Thank you for joining me. Thanks to everyone here at your new home for real news, real America's Voice. Our live coverage, again, continues right after this. Hug your children. Love your God. Tune in tomorrow. You go boldly now.